Um, so the Riverview room, that is 400 for the night. Um, yeah. And the corner room is 400. Okay, no worries. Is there any with two beds? With two beds, yeah. We can do the two separate Riverview beds. room with two beds. Um, and we yeah. can do the City View room with two beds. Okay, no worries. I was just, uh, what kind of, um, are, the, are the beds sort of fitted to the floor? Pardon? Are they fitted to the floor? Are they bolted down? Yeah, yeah, the beds can't move. Okay, they can't move. All right. Um, and I was just, what sort of, do you guys have anything that's not carpeted? Um, all the rooms have carpet. They all have carpet, okay. Um, yeah. Do they stain easily? Uh, it, it depends what's built on it. It's just uh, like any other carpet. For argument's sake, say it's like red wine or something like that. Uh, yeah, that, that that would stain the carpet, um, yeah. and there would most likely be a cleaning fee involved with that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what would what could I do to maybe clean that before anyone sees it? Um, I'm I'm not sure what you could do, um, because the carpet would have to be professionally cleaned. Um, there's a stain in the carpet, so it would involve yeah. us. Um, that's okay. Yeah. I can work around that. Um. What sort of what's the what are the bathroom what's the bathroom situation what what do you have tiles in there and what color are they? Uh, the the bathroom so the the bathroom the like shower and toilet are sort of separate um, yeah. and then like the walls are um, it kind of looks like wood paneling. Would it be um, big enough for finish? someone to like lie down in? The bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I no, no, the, the bathroom wouldn't. No, okay. it wouldn't be comfortable to lie down. And say if there was a stain in there, like a, a like, if I accidentally made a mess in there, um, would how would you go about cleaning that? Would just bleach um, work it, or? It would, it would be the same as the carpet. It so would bleach would probably go all right, or? Um, not necessarily. Um, just because it depends on the materials. Oh no! So, I, like, I, if I could ask for just no cleaners or anyone to come in for the room for at least twenty four hours, so I, I'd probably handle all the cleaning. Um. Yeah, but if if there is damage to the room when you no, nah, there'll be no no damage to the room. It just might be a bit messy. Oh, no, it won't be messy. Okay. Just in case, like, just for yeah, you know, just just sort of covering all angles. Yeah. 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 Um. All right, so I'll, I'll bring some bleach. Um, how about do you guys deadbolt the doors, or is there a locking mechanism from the inside? Uh, yeah, yeah, there, there, there's a locking mechanism from inside. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That's perfect. Perfect. Um, and uh, sorry, this phone, this isn't recorded, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, no, the, the, the phone calls are recorded. Okay, cool, cool. Um, how about the camera situation? Would there, there be cameras sort of around the doorways or? Um, yeah, we, we do have cameras in the hotel. Okay, no worries. Oh, that, yeah, that sort of doesn't really work for me. Um, is there any way we could get around that? Just between you and me? The camera situation? Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, we, we can't turn the cameras off. Oh, I say if I was to just slide a, a sneaky K underneath the, the bench, would that change anything? Pardon? If I was to just slip a, a K or so underneath the, um, the bench to you, would that change anything? 
No, so that that wouldn't change anything. Okay, no worries. Um, well, I might have to look elsewhere, unfortunately. Sorry, just sort of doesn't work with my plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm a clean cut, drunk, and elegant mongrel with my feet up, bros. I do what I. Want. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Paperless Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch, and with me is my co-host, a security guard's worst nightmare, the very hungover Liam Charlie Dog Murray. Hello, mates. <laughs> And with me also to my right is our guest, the bald-headed skinny gene enthusiast, George Bosley. And uh, with an intro like that, how could I be any less than proud to be here? All right, so one of the first things I wanted to talk about, right, I had this thought this week, is I really, really don't appreciate Garfield. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with Garfield? Right, right, here's the thing. Garfield hates Mondays, right? Why cunt? He does not have a job. (laughs) Literally a cat. Monday is no different to any other day for you. Monday is no different to Saturday to Garfield. He doesn't work. If anything, Monday's a reminder that the weekend's so fucking long for him. Yeah. Monday, Sunday part two. Garfield's just like lounging around while John's just out like breaking his back to buy this cut lasagna. It's, it's literally, it's not a paycheck. It's a lasagna allowance for Garfield. <laughs> How often, right, in the Garfield comics... <laughs> Like, Garfield is pinching lasagna off fucking, you know, John or whatever. How often is John eating lasagna for, for Garfield to pinch it? How I've often gotta, do you guys have lasagna? I've got to admit, my knowledge on Garfield is, like, next to nil. So. <laughs> John John is a new word, like, a completely new name for it's, me. So, I'm assuming John is the, the cunt that owns him, right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is Garfield's like, yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, yeah, John is Garfield's handler. Can we please acknowledge that a standard lasagna probably weighs more than Garfield too? Oh, yeah. Man's eating his own body weight for pleasure. He's a fat fuck. Is he a normal size? I thought he was like a human-sized cat. Or like, no. 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 I don't fucking know, mate. Is he a cat cat? Garfield, a regular cat. Fat as fuck. Okay. Big fat cat. Yep. You got Garfield, John, and Odie, the dog that I guess he just doesn't like. This is a dumb fuck. So you got a dumb fuck, a fat fuck, and then John. Mm. (laughs) John... And his desperate attempts to get a missus his entire time. Oh. I've forgotten her name, but Garfield takes it upon himself at every fucking opportunity to just shit in his mouth. Just cock blocking yeah. John all no, the time. No, no, no pussy for you, John. Lasagna only. <laughs> Lasagna only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heaven forbid that John ever introduce a new meal or person to this house. We saw what happened with Odie, okay? So, like, Odie rocks in, Garfield's like, nah, fuck you, you've interrupted dance and lasagna time. God, what would happen if, if this woman comes in and goes, hey, maybe we have steak tonight? And Garfield's sitting there just shocked, just shocked, just looking at him like, this is, this is not, this is not what we're ready for. This is not anything that I'm ready for. John, we are having lasagna tonight, not pussy. <laughs> John, John. Not pussy. John. The only pussy you get is me. <laughs> literally. literally. Your, I mean, one, your one job is me. John's literally Batman because he's not eating pussy. He's not. <laughs> oh, no. Have you heard about the um the Bill Murray thing? All right, so like you I know, know the- Bill Murray, so we're gonna work with that. <laughs> Garfield was a weak one. I'm like, I'm sitting here like I don't fucking know Garfield. Well, I told you, I, I told you earlier, me. you're like filming on the talking points. I'm like Garfield, and I just saw you just stare off into the distance. It was like, like there was nothing sick. happening. That's there. awesome. <laughs> Happy with that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So it turns out, like, have you watched the live action movie, the Garfield movie? I think I watched it as a kid. Like, yes. yeah. So voiced by Bill Murray, right? Famously, Bill Murray does not do anything like that. Right. 
Like you cannot even like, contact like Bill what Murray. like what? Like being a cat and stuff. <laughs> just like kids' like, movies and dumb shit. Oh, like, right, like you yeah, look at Bill Murray's gotcha. like movies and stuff, he only does stuff that's like not good, but like stuff that he likes. We're talking about Ghostbusters. This is Ghostbusters, Bill Murray, like icon. Yeah. He's really just stooped down like he was in, in the pits and he just needed something. Nah, so like, you know the Coen brothers? Yes. Yeah, like awesome directors, like No Country for Old Man kind of thing. Yeah. So the guy that directed the Garfield movie coincidentally has the last name Cohen. <laughs> so he's seen the script. They've given him the script. Do you want to play Garfield? I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure they've sent it out to like 30, 40 actors. And he's seen the last name Cohen and been oh, like- This is magic. And been like, yeah, well- you know, the famous director, it's like Edward Cohen or something. He's just like Ethan Cohen. And he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. Like, cause, cause he's directing it. It's like, it's like getting a script from Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And then it turns out name he just happens to he'd be signed all the contracts and then he figured out that it actually wasn't, <laughs> like, oh, wasn't it turns out that this Steven Spielberg is a small, like Somalian man. It's just like his English name. He's picked his favorite name. Stefan Spielberg. <laughs> it's like in Ted, how he's taken Clubber Lang's his last name. He is Ted. Like, it's you, pronounced you, Spellberg. Yes. <laughs> Literally, literally. <laughs> yeah. So he got stitched up for the whole movie, and like when you when, like watching it as a kid, I'm like, okay. But I've I've watched some like like some clips from it like now, and he can he's just giving the most half ass performance. <laughs> it's like he's like lounging around in his spa bath in the back, having like a fucking mojito, and he's just, just method like, acting. That's all it is. <laughs> he's trying to be, yeah, trying be a lazy fuck. <laughs> I feel like this so beautifully ties us in to our next topic here. I was thinking today, I had this thought, I was driving to work and uh, Ice Cube comes on and I was thinking, this is such a talented rapper, such a talented writer. And I thought this is the same, the same guy that's in kids movies in like a fucking pool floaty, just like cracking off just shit one line. It's like, how do you start so high as such a champion and fall so far? Ice Cube went from fuck the police to literally playing a police officer mm. in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. That's yeah. what happens yeah. when you like get sober and fuck shit. Fuck myself. Just- literally fuck myself coming straight from the underground. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in a movie with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Come uh. <laughs> that is like probably the least gangster thing I've ever heard. I know. Imagine like all these mates from fucking back in the day. They just watched him like cunt. Like, I reckon on what set happened to you? of like 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street, he would just not have liked Jonah Hill. I reckon no, he would just be like would. holding back the urge to stab him or mm, something. Yeah. Just got an Uzi packed in his fucking like front pocket, just like waiting for the moment he pushes yeah. him. <laughs> You've gone from making no Vaseline where he's talking about like NWA, like one of the nineties, like hardest groups. And he's like, you're all getting fucked with no Vaseline. But he's like, but here quickly, just watch a video of me in like fucking in a police role. Okay. Ha ha. It's funny. I'm not getting string beans. Where the goddamn string. <laughs> That's me. Speaking of fucking rappers and shit, do you know what came to my attention the other day? That Biggie and Tupac were like 24 when they got shot. That's so young. How weird is that? Like, you look at Big, look at photos of Biggie. The man looks like a fucking, like... <laughs> he looks like he's got gout in his face. Like, <laughs> he generally looks so old and unwell. And I found I out that he was, was like 24, like 25. 20, no, he was like... I think he was 25 and Tupac was 24. Something or like the that. other way around. So you think like Juicy and like fucking like all of his like big shit, he would have been like 19 and like he's got all that life experience that I, like we're 24 now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like think about the shit he would have been doing when he's 19 that shit cunts don't dream of like in their lifetime. By the time I'm 50, I don't think I would have seen somebody no. get shot. Oh, like just nah. done the cool shit that Big has done. 
God, no. Insane. Isn't that weird, though? 24. <laughs> Biggie. Like, he just looked like he was born 30, didn't he? <laughs> like, he's, he's genuinely like... Uh, if Biggie wasn't famous, I feel like he'd be getting no pussy. I feel like Biggie, Biggie, if he wasn't a rapper, would definitely be working at Coles. Good yeah. yeah. Biggie is packing bags at Coles. He's like also trying to slip his fucking demo in there, and you're like, no, you fat cunt, I don't fucking want this. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just throwing in like fucking CDs and shit. Just like, well, listen to this when you get home, and cunts just throw it out of the bin in front of the door. It's three a.m. I've come here for a fucking like a, a vanilla shake, all right? Like, I don't, I'm I'm in Cold Rock, all right? You're making my ice cream, Biggie. I don't want to fucking hear about it, all right? I don't. Well, here's the thing, right? If he let's say it's Biggie Smalls and he's doing that. If somebody slipped a mixtape into your like your Macca's bag or something at the drive-through, and you actually gave it a listen and it's fire, where do you go from there? I don't think there is a place to go from there because, like, you imagine this: out. you literally that guy. You're like, hey, bro, all right, uh, like, picture this. I've literally just gone to Macca's, all right, and someone slipped a disc in it. It's actually gas, and they're like, no, you're not. Like, you're fucking tripping. Some crackheads put a fucking disc in your bag. The amount of discs that could get put in a bag that is just isn't juicy. A lot, mm. a lot, <laughs> a lot. I don't want. I don't want to hear your fucking made on Fruity Loop soundboard shit rap. All right, like I, <laughs> I don't. Like I, I'm. I'm not even at this point. I know there's so much shit out there that I'm. I'm not even putting the disc in. Right. Another thing that I was thinking, if I can throw us back to the '90s just one more time. I remember, I remember we were pissed the other day, and we were watching Big Daddy. I'm sure Big Daddy. For those of you that don't <laughs> Big know, Daddy, what the fuck? Big, Big Daddy. Adam Sandler is questionably one of his best movies. Okay? Good movie. Good movie. The only the only downside I can I can bring from that is that Adam Sandler quite quite honestly just depicts homelessness in a person. If homelessness was a person, Adam Sandler. That's when then like in Big Daddy he like spills milk on the ground. He just like puts fucking newspaper over it. He's like that's yeah. cool. And like two days later in that same movie newspaper's still there two days you're in a factory newspaper's still there he cleans up sick like piss and sick newspaper all right that's dirty all right you're a dirty fucking man if you're cleaning up vomit piss milk with paper anyway i'm getting i'm getting out of line here okay so adam sandler he's gone from making these these genuinely quite funny movies billy madison big daddy how long are we going to let him get away with making things like jack and jill how long all right. yeah. He's playing. He's playing himself and his sister in this in this horrendous fake voice, like and and we're sitting there like this is Adam Sandler. Like he, it has to be funny. This is Adam Sandler. Has I feel to be like funny. at the moment he's just like a social experiment for him, just seeing how far he can push it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. how far he can really push it. How far can a man fall, and we still let him believe that he's funny? I mean, like, have you noticed that all of his new movies they're all in like tropical climates? So it's like he literally just goes on a holiday and he just like puts it on the fucking on his Hollywood bill. But he like he re- <laughs> yeah true. That's the whole thing, isn't it? He's probably just fucking. <laughs> when was the last movie he did somewhere like that was cold? Nah, yeah, he's gone. true. Adam Sandler's taking his whole family on a holiday. Yeah, that's not, you might be onto something there. Maybe he's just fucking like he knows he's going to get paid like a reasonable amount of money. Yeah, more than we'd ever expect to be paid for a couple months' work, and he's just sort of reaping the rewards. And I've seen that he plays himself up too. Like, like I, honestly, I've seen these movies where like Big Daddy again. I'm jump back to this. He's like a lawyer. Adam Sandler's like a lawyer. He's like he's like the best lawyer. No, he's not. I, I'm thinking about. It. I'm like you clean up piss and shit with newspaper, but you're some gun fucking lawyer. I'm thinking about this. He directs these movies. He's like always hooking up with these hot chicks and shit as Adam Sandler. 
And then I'm thinking, this is this is reminding me of something. This is reminding me, honestly, Steven Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Seagal mm. directs his own movies. All right. Hey, mate, I'm some like fucking operative. I know I'm like 60 years old, but I'm the best you've got. Like you're calling me in. I'm the gun. All right. You need a sniper? Fuck it. I'm in. All right. I'll do this for my country. I literally have arthritis, but I'm the best sniper in the yeah. country. Yeah. I can't walk or see straight. <laughs> all right. My face is made of 90% silicon. I'm actually morbidly obese, all right? I've, I haven't touched a gun in 48 years, okay? But no, I'm the best you've got. Fuck yeah, I'll, I'll support this country, all right? I don't stand for terrorism. Here's the thing, though. Has Adam Sandler kind of ever been funny, though? Let, let's talk strike rate. All, out of all of his movies, has he ever actually been that funny? <laughs> mm, like, he has good, good movies. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, like, you, you go his, all of his movies... God, they follow a formula. Oh, yeah. God does. Billy Madison. Oh, look at me. I'm doing this voice. I'm a, I'm oh, a weetar. Yeah, yeah, I'm a weetar, but I a get pretty girl. Bit of a retard, doesn't he? Fuck so off. Just, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Billy Madison, there is no way that Billy Madison, even with all of his riches, would have gotten the girl. God, no. You, you just picture this. This All right, you're a 10 out of 10 girl. Just picture this girl's going to the bar. After work, all right, she's having these, like, these good-looking, well-doing blokes coming up to her. She goes, you know what? That fully grown man in my fourth grade class, I'm getting that. God, I'm getting that. Is it weird for her to actually want to, like, root some dude with, like, a like a toddler voice? God, it's, like, it's genuinely it's a learning disability. It's a fetish. Strange. If he's just like, oh, harder, harder. Like, it's <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> I don't know if that was a German accent or a Billy Madison voice. Like. Yeah, I don't know. That was, I'm getting Helga vibes from that. <laughs> this leads me into the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Okay, I was in the truck today at work, all right? And one of my co-workers was going, all right, my mate on Tinder has found an actual midget. He's, he's found an actual midget. No, she's not really that good looking, but he wants to fuck her. He wants to fuck her for the boys. And he goes to my, to my co-worker and he goes... Can I fuck her in your house? <laughs> okay. Man doesn't have a lot of options. And he goes, can I bring this midget into your house and may I fuck her, please? Well, at least he said, please. I'm just thinking, how much can you realistically ask of a friend like that? Like, he, how yeah. can you so confidently come up to this guy, not even sure if he's going to say yes and be like, may I please bring a midget into your home with your pregnant wife and may I please fuck her there? All right, how many years of friendship are we talking? I don't know, but I know that my coworker is twenty-eight. You reach, you reach in middle age, it's getting close. It's yeah. getting close. You're almost a Crash pro. To yeah, you're almost a pretty much adult there. At what point do you fucking grow up? All right, stop fucking midgets in not your own house. Why does he not I, want to be in his own house? Yeah, why? Uh, oh, oh, or something. Are we getting like neckbeard in his mum's basement? I can't face bringing another midget back home to mum. Does he live with his mum? <laughs> I, like, Does I've he already, live with his mum or what? I'm not sure. Like, like he, he must. He he's probably just ashamed to bring it home to his housemates or something. Or yeah. he's got a missus. <laughs> if you brought a midget home to this house, I would just absolutely roast you. <laughs> like, I, I know there's still people, but like, it is funny to me. It is funny to me. How many? How many? But I feel like roots. if you're gonna, like, if he's gonna bring it home to, like, he's worried about his housemates seeing, like. Fucking a midget is to tell people that you fucked a midget. So it's a story. Yeah, exactly. It's, so it's people conquest. are gonna find out anyway. He's probably got a mum or a girlfriend at home. <laughs> I'm thinking mum, like like honestly, you see your beautiful son 
how many times can you watch him bring a shameful route back home? Mm, yeah. At least be hot. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to listen to my darling son... Just charity, mum. ...make fuck in my house, God, she be better hot. be worth it. Please, yeah. God. I don't want an overweight... At least you know he's charitable. Oh, he's charitable. It's God's work. It's God's work. But you're right. Yeah, a midget is a very short heel to conquer, like a very small heel to conquer. Quite literally, small yes. Heel to quite, he's quite literally a, a short mountain to climb. Small heel to climb. Yeah, like it's a... Um, I don't know if it's a, a tick off the bucket list, but it's definitely a story. I mean, I'd shout him a beer at the pub if he told me the story of him fucking a midget. Mm. I feel as though you can't just have casual sex with a midget, though. It, it needs to be a story. There needs to be more to it, I believe. I mean, like, are they... No, like, you just imagine you're like, oh, I fucked a midget, and you're like, oh, yeah, what happened? And you're like, yeah, we had 30 seconds in missionary. It can't end there. This this is such a beautiful starting for a story. It, it literally cannot you, end here. Could you even do missionary? Oh God, they'd literally be. I at, mean, you, you kind of can't. They'd be at your belly button. That's yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of very not. It's not very intimate. Are you are you looking at an empty pillow? Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm taking a swift downhill turn. The ref has flown, flown the flag. Like, <laughs> Referee's Which, turned around, said, fuck this. All right, I don't get paid enough for this. I'm going home. Do we move on? <laughs> yeah. All right, we we don't move guess. on. <laughs> all right. So we're a pretty we're an educated bunch of blokes. So I, I like to think that we're this podcast, you know, we don't just talk shit. We, we're up to date with current news events. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, I read this week that the man of the largest family has died in northeast India. Guess how many wives this man's has <laughs> had? Whoa. Have a 45? guess. Thirty-nine wives, <laughs> ninety-four children, and thirty-three grandchildren. I'd just like to say that I've done a lot of work in Hopper's Crossing, and I've seen some pretty close calls up there. <laughs> That's quite impressive, though. <laughs> Apparently, he got married 10 times in one year. <laughs> At what point do you just be like, is this not a cult? Like, is this just a cult? And they all they all live in one big house. Are you yeah. talking like like you got your husband and you just get in a route once per month? Do we yeah, well, you think if you month? do every day, that's over a month. You go through all of them in over a month. You'd have to have a schedule. Does he you genuinely care about favoritism? Like, is that is that a worry for him? Is is there a cleaning schedule that also aligns with a sex schedule? Like you clean more and it's like a benefit system. <laughs> you, get, you get your little tickets for the yeah, week. You put in smiley face stickers and shit. You put in more in the week, you get more dick in the week. That's that's kind of where you are. You and your kids get more attention that week because you put in more. Yeah, you get a star on the calendar and like maybe you get sex twice as well. <laughs> twice as yeah, yeah, If you're lucky. Depends how he's feeling. And he's a pretty old bloke. Like doesn't have that many fucking bullets in him. He'd have so. to have favourites. Yeah, he must. My beloved thirty-fifth wife. This is why I chose you. But you, like, you cooked the it greatest. Must be a cult. At what point do you meet a bloke? And he's like, I've got twenty-three wives. And you're like, Yeah, so this. Do you is, want to get married? In this, six is this is genuinely. This is genuinely good is, for me. I found love. I, I found mean, I feel like I would be susceptible to a cult. 
<laughs> you so would. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty gullible. So, like, <laughs> if some dude was just like, you know, like, come worship this rock with me, and like, wear these robes, and like, I'll probably be like, oh, yeah, like, we'll yeah, see. And then, like, you yeah, kind of got your shit so together. You feed me, you clothe me. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon I could. I reckon I could be sucked into a cult, but I reckon I'd go into a cult and I'd be like a high-ranking cult member, not the leader necessarily. But I'll you've got like, extra benefits. Yeah, I'd you be get, like you get bishop. You get an extra serving of rice per week. But I feel like the way they get you in the cult though is they're like, "You and my brother, like, come. You were the perfect fit for me." And you're like, yes, I'm in, I'm important. I'm I'm honestly high up. Makes you feel special. Next thing you find out, he's got thirty wives. Yeah, thirty wives, and you're you're on you're on toilet scrub duty for the next four weeks. That's honestly <laughs> where you're at. Your kid actually lives in the basement underneath the house with another eight children. Like it's it's not great, and you you're working so hard to work up the ranks. At at a fear of sounding uneducated here, I'm thinking. Arranged marriages do exist. Is he from such a wealthy family where he's got so much to trade the family of that wife that he's just the kingpin? He's got a monopoly of arranged wives here. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think arranged wives come off like social status. And I feel like if you're getting an arranged wife off old mate with 39 wives or whatever, like it's kind of just like going to the, yeah, it's going to the fruit market kind of thing. Yeah, that's it. Like, you'd have mean? to be an absolute fucking baller, wouldn't you? Like, yeah, he'd have to have money. Just to have the charisma to convince 39 people, <laughs> like, this is how I like to live. You're in, you're out. And they're like, yes. Are well, we factoring I mean, in kids into this? Like, how 94 many kids? 94 kids. Have? Well, like with kids. the 39 wives. Yeah, it said 94 kids, 33 grandchildren in the one house. They they described it as a pink four-story building. <laughs> That's how they... Four-story four pink building. Fuck so, up. it's like a compound, basically. <laughs> like, no one gets in. No Even four-story doesn't sound enough for like 130. Yeah, no. It doesn't. No. No. You probably, no, got, doesn't. probably got all, all the wives in the one room. And you just... Uh, he, probably, he probably just has like... Instead of just taking one a night, it'd probably be like a dozen a, a night. A couple, yeah. yeah. Like this 12, then the next 12. It's all okay, I'm, I'm going to throw point. a curveball in here. You know they say you get married, you stop having sex. Do you reckon he and his all of his many, many wives, at that point, he's like, just fuck you. He's like, fuck you. I've got the main bedroom, all right? It's just me in here. Like, God, God service me if you will, but fuck, I'm sick of all of you. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Do you reckon he's had any divorces in that point? God, like, he would have bother? to. Nah. He would nah, have to. I don't reckon to. he divorces them. I reckon he puts them on the bottom story and he's on the top. Oh. So it's like, it's like if you do something wrong and then he just kind of moves and you down in the ranks. You know what? Like, what if there was like an uprising? Like, what if 39... <laughs> no. I think 39 people... try. Yeah, you know, mutiny mutiny people trying to divorce you. Think about how much they fucking rub you for. Like, you'd be done. <laughs> they would just come together one day. Thirty-nine uh, wives have taken half of everything you fucking got. That's that's you're in the negatives at that point. Like you got fucking the government chasing you down for money that you don't have. Alimony for ninety-four children. Like yes, cop that. The government takes pity on you at that point when there's thirty-nine people in front of you in court saying. Fuck, do I not want to be married to you? God, this well, sucks. Well, it would be 39 different court cases. The judge would be like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, again. you again? Fuck's sake. How many times a week can you make it here? Have you got a job? 
Even when you get to 38 wives, surely you'd just be like, well, that's enough. With his wedding, he probably just fucking copy and pasted his vows for everyone. Oh. <laughs> Every single one. Like, yeah. And he he, like, he'd be fluent in his vows at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like, let's go. Just like goes to like a council building, just like smashes them out. Yeah, like, like just pretty much a lope. Two like, in a week. Let's go. It'd be like a Vegas where he'd be spending 30 bucks uh, on a wedding pretty much mm. next to like next to like where you sign up to get a driver's license and stuff and all of that he's, there's like a slip of paper they've got pre-printed out with all his vows on it and shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pre-packed you go sign here for her name sign here for your name and then they're like done and dusted see you later mate and then they send you like some flowers in the mail or something yeah his, his ring would be like a fucking burger ring god it's not worth anything nah no, it's tinfoil. So off topic. Do you guys ever have um like like dress up in <laughs> primary school or like high school? Like that that day where you dressed up or something? Yeah, like footy colours day or something. See, dress up day was always like my biggest biggest fear like my my anxiety of a kid of rocking up in dress up and it not being dress up day <laughs> i was always that kid who even if i had to dress up and i was so completely certain a, a spare bag of yeah clothes. and it, it was always a dress up that i could like kind of reverse to like something that wasn't too far gone that i've not rocked up in a fucking banana suit on a normal <laughs> day like full face of makeup god I, I didn't fuck with with dress up day at all because I've got a story like my parents, they weren't necessarily like the poorest people, but my parents are quite stingy, right? And I remember I had dress up day in primary <laughs> school, right? And I'm talking my primary school, like I remember the day, like some dude has walked, like come in as like a Native American, like like Indian chief. He's got the full headdress and then he got somebody else as the Terminator. Like it was like proper <laughs> going on, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember it was dress Halloween up day style. and my parents said to me, they're just like, you're going to go as a hobo. <laughs> a hobo. <laughs> they decided for you though. So what they did is they took one of dad's old shirts, they, they cut a couple holes out of it and I went as a hobo. God, that's traumatic. Yes. I thought you were about to tell me that your parents like made you upend the fucking bin in the kitchen and like glue banana peels to you as you cried there and they just like strapped <laughs> milk cartons to you just, just laughing at you. Yeah, that's stinky, not too bad. So well, you boy. just had to cut a couple of holes in your shirt. Yeah, but the thing is it wasn't too bad until like I went to like I went to school and I'm just like I'm like people that ask me I'm like they're all dressed up I'm like I'm a hobo (laughs) (laughs) they're just like you kind of just look like a fucking ratty as not very PC is it (laughs) and I was already like you know I don't necessarily have an issue with bullying I'm going to put it out there I think it's kind of necessary. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I got bullied. <laughs> it's just like... The bully genuinely life. became the bullied. It was just like everyone else was dressed up and I've just rocked up with like a ripped t-shirt. I'm a hobo. <laughs> and my parents have stinged every like dress up day ever. I don't think I've ever dressed up. Can like, you just paint this picture for me a little better? Like I know in high school you had dreads. And you're a big fan of the DC Stompers. Was this accompanied by a, a shirt with holes in it? <laughs> I'm talking this is before the dreads and the oh, DC Stompers, but fuck. I think I would have looked more like a hobo. Do you reckon you'd ever even get away with it nowadays? I reckon there'd be someone being like, that's offensive. Someone. Yeah, he looks. He actually looks quite classic. <laughs> classic. Quite an alternative look. I remember like uh, primary school... Um, we had a teacher in like grade six. Like, so you're talking, you're at the point where it's like, you're kind of young, but like you're getting there. You're almost year seven. We had a teacher that was German, right? And like, at, like at the time, you kind of don't realize how bad it is. 
So we decided to pull a prank on her. So, oh no, she's like kind of gone to lunch, like you know, gone oh. to have her salad or whatever. She was a redhead. She was the biggest fucking bitch. Like to be honest with you, her name was Miss Astrid. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a bitch name, doesn't it? Sounds like it's a crystal bitch name. Fucking mole. Yeah. Anyway, Miss Astrid's gone to lunch. It was me and my friend Jack, <laughs> and there was like it was one of those like rooms where there was all these whiteboards. So we just decided to cover the room in swastikas. Oh, as you did. She, like 10. That's 11. very, that's very, like, you're very informed at that age. Well, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have had the fucking state, like the presence of mind to even think of that. It's at that age where you kind of don't realize like what swastikas are. Like, you just I, know that like it's we bad. just did it. We're just like, that's naughty. That is naughty. Yeah. Very that is naughty. Very naughty. <laughs> that is extremely <laughs> naughty. And we just kind of did it. Like we're talking like the, the white bulb was one of those ones that ran over two walls. So like, it's pretty much half the room. And we just went and we just did like, it was like 200, 300 swastikas. Like we just covered. And then she's come in after lunch and we're just like, oh, this is going to be a funny little gag. No, and like no, she no. was You've, she's She's gone back to fucking the motherland, hasn't she? She screamed, mate. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Okay. It kind of ties in. I've kind of just put this together now. I'm looking through my YouTube my YouTube history, right? I always think to myself, how, how enough do I go through all of my fucking data on my plan per month? I've just looked in here. I've obviously fallen asleep last night while I was watching YouTube. So it goes from like normal shit to like some clip out of a fucking Hobbit movie. And I've just seen here... <laughs> two videos each are an hour and 45 minutes long of behind the scenes to the lord of the rings <laughs> we've got an accumulated over three hours behind the scenes of lord of the rings three, three hours of my poor data being played on the lord of the rings behind the scenes while i peacefully slumber <laughs> I remember, I remember one time I was like hungover, like just like lying at home with like my armchair. You know how like YouTube auto plays? <laughs> it was like after a bender, I hadn't slept in a couple of days. I was watching stuff on YouTube and then I've woken up eight hours later. And you know the Batman Arkham Knight games? Oh, you've watched a full game play through, haven't you? Bro, honestly, I woke up and I was and I was I was nine hours into a thirteen hour video of like all the Batman Arkham Knight like cutscenes. I've woken up and it's like the animated Joker just being like, "Hello, Batman!" I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like hours and hours into this. There's such a Batman theme in this pod. I swear to God, oh, always comes back Batman. to Batman. For fuck's sakes, we're back on Batman. My place looks like a dump, but I leave the house. Looking like a million bucks And if you see me out Then you'd swear I was rich Until you noticed that